0: hey what's going on everybody? This is Kevin Nelson, and you are listening to the m l m force radio uh it's just <laughs> I'm super pumped to be here with you um recently i was I was challenged to to publish every day for three hundred and sixty five days and let me just tell you that terrified me i mean it's yeah I was terrified. I thought I wanted to do you know it was either a podcast um do videos or or write a blog and i you know I went the blog route at first and I was like oh i'll write a, I'll write a blog you know that'll be that'll be best for me. I like writing um, yeah, and so I got into that about a week and and we're doing some other some other sales funnel stuff with my wife, and you know I was like, well, well let's focus on her stuff. Um, but I realized, I was like, I don't really, I don't really like writing a blog. It's not very fun. And then one of my mentors, he's like, you just turn your podcast into a blog, you know, or your videos and just have them transcribed. And I was like, well, now now I just feel like I'm getting gypped because writing, you know, 1,500 words a day isn't, you know, that's, that's pretty taxing. Um, so I'm pumped to be here and committed Committed fully to to 365 days with you, um, and it's gonna be awesome, super, super awesome. Um, I mentioned being terrified about about publishing for 365 days in a row, and and part of that is I've been I've been listening to one of my coaches and. And just recently, we went over a lesson, and it was about about being honest. And, and you're gonna get a lot of honesty from me through this podcast. I'm um, yes, honesty with myself, and and the big thing. He's like, you know, in society, obviously, most of us, you know, ninety nine percent of us, believe in being honest as far as outwardly. You're not gonna go to the store and taste something and walk out and think that's okay. But he went on to to describe how ninety-nine percent of us are super dishonest with ourselves in our own heads and to to us, you know, personally. And man, I was like, holy crap. That's that's so true. Um even just like I said, being afraid of publishing. I was like I'm just lying to myself, you know, I was, you know, thinking, oh, that's, that's scary. That's, that's difficult. How could I do that? I'm not, I'm not amazing. I'm not wealthy. I'm not famous, whatever. There's a million reasons why not to do something. And, and so I just want to know, I want you to know that I'm where you're at. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be yet and and that's great, you know one another one of my mentors I have quite a few of them a um, couple of them don't know me, but they're mentoring me. you know I'm taking coaching from them. Um, I have a few personal ones that I get to talk to every day personally face to face but he was he was saying that your environment is exactly what you need, and so I know that I'm in the right spot. I want to. I want to tell you guys. I want to tell you a little story. And back in you know May of 2014, so that's six years ago. uh, My wife and I. So I'm married. I have two little girls. My wife and I have been married for nine years, and we had just bought our first home. Super excited. You know, it was her her first dream home little black and white home just awesome we were so excited i had just graduated from college and took a job as a healthcare administrator in a hospital um and about six months prior to that so we're just stoked to be in this brand new home just built fresh for us and you know we thought we were living living on cloud nine and and with that profession and and with my life you know i really want to make an impact i wanted to impact people in a positive way and i thought that healthcare healthcare would give me that and and that profession and i also want to provide an awesome life for my family you know, i love my girls to death they are my world and yeah i wanted i want to give them everything and you know i want to i want to provide and I want to work with my wife and and just build that that dream life, you know, that we want. So that's that's why that's why I was doing what I was doing, so I can make an impact with people and and give my family the life they deserve. Now, straight out of college, I was earning around sixty thousand dollars, which to me felt awesome because I worked full time. I worked my butt off during college. And I was earning about twenty grand a year while going to school, and luckily that that also paid for my tuition um, because of you know some some state state full time employee stuff. So earning sixty grand a year was like wow you know this is huge for us at that time, and and after a while, I mean our our mortgage payment was only three hundred bucks more than our rent when we were broke students, um, but the money was still gone. I was like, I mean, and taxes were, were crazy. And, and our, obviously between our mortgage payment and we had a small car payment, but we owned one of our cars. And, and so the money just, I was like, wow, this, this isn't that big of a difference than when we were broke college kids. Um, I mean, we can afford a little more, but we weren't going on vacation. You know, we weren't, we weren't doing anything, and we living the way that we that we had had dreamed of, um, and that was that was that was concerning to me, and it was it was hard, um, and kind of not not like depressing, but but discouraging. I mean, I just went to school for three and a half years straight, like taking fifteen, eighteen credits while holding a full time job, and and hoping. You know that that everything would be awesome, you know, following those those railroad tracks that were that were set down for me, go to school, get a job and internally i mean i was I was struggling you know i th- I thought I'd be able to provide this life for my girls that was just a dream and and it wasn't i was I was feeling like a failure on the inside um i mean i i it didn't feel like I had enough for them. You know, like I could give them what I wanted to give them and, and be the, the man and the dad and and I I had been struggling for years, I mean since I was a kid with with pornography problem. And and that really ate away at me. And you know, I lied to myself all the time that I wasn't good enough and you know, like what's wrong with you? Um Yeah, just there's n- nothing good i mean it was it was pretty it was hard and it was it's hard to be honest with myself um like i was just saying it's it was i didn't want to be i mean i didn't want to accept where i was there and and the fact that you know i wasn't i wasn't the man the dad the husband the income provider all that stuff that i wanted to be in. And I just, you know, I kept working, and I kept working on myself and and trying to overcome overcome those things in my life. And, you know, I received several promotions at the hospital I worked at uh, over the next couple of years and, and bumped my salary $10,000. Um, my student debt, though, was still accumulating uh, because I had very little from undergraduate school, but I had jumped into an MBA program. Uh, Thinking that would, you know, provide the life and the the raises and the bigger jobs um, that I wanted, but it just—it still seemed, still seemed the same. And oh, hi, sweetie. Sorry about that. You know, the mortgage, like I said, it wasn't much more. We had a hundred and fifty-eight dollar car payment. Super, super normal. And yeah, I was I was stuck. I felt so stuck. I felt like you know, just the world was kind of caving in around me. I was like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Sorry about that, guys. My 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 daughter needs something. Um, like I said, it's for them. I love them. They're they're my world. I was, yeah, I was exhausted going to school again and, you know, everything just isn't how I wanted it, isn't how I pictured it would be, you know, we're supposed to go to school, we're supposed to get educated, which I'm not bagging on, I love my education and I appreciate it, but the, the way, the way wasn't the way I thought it would be, um, you know, save, 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 and, and build up a retirement and all that, all that nonsense, that you're taught, Um, it was just, it it wasn't what I wanted it to be, and at this time, I was about, what, 24, 25, we're pretty young still, Um, now, I'm the youngest of 10 kids, (laughs) and I get to, obviously, I got to observe a lot of my siblings, there's nine of them, Um, and none of them, you know, I started to notice that none of them were financially secure, I'm talking. I'm 24, so my oldest brother was 44, and and several of them have master's degrees, and and I really didn't know anyone that was financially secure. And I was like, "What's going on?" Even the CEOs that I knew, the one that I worked for, you know, I was one of his executives, and he wasn't financially secure. You know, he still had debt and a mortgage and all that, all that junk, and, and obviously I knew what he was making and. It wasn't, you know, wasn't pulling him out of the hole any faster than he was digging it. And, you know, they were all still worried about money all the time. I'm like, what is, what is happening? Because I thought, you know, you do these things, you take these steps. And by the time you're 40, 50, you know, everything's, everything's paid off. And you go on vacation, yada, yada, yada. And just everyone I saw around me wasn't that way. And so I continued just to observe and, and see who was financially secure, who had it, who had it together. And I noticed that I, you know, I worked with physicians, a lot of doctors, and the only ones, and I'm not saying physicians are financially secure, the only ones I noticed who were financially secure were the ones that had a business, their own, you know, their own, their own business. Really, not just not just their own clinic, but they had structured a whole business around it. One that one that operated with or without them. They they seemed to have more of a life that, that was appealing, um, that that brought in the money, and they were they were good to go. Uh, and so it was three years, three years into this into my career as a healthcare administrator, I, <laughs> I told my boss that I was out. Um, at first I told him because I had seen physicians and, and knew obviously the school route. I was like, well, I want to, I want to go back and become a physician and and start my own business and, and do that. Um, and I, and we lived in a place where, where homes, this is our second home and homes took a year to sell like really really bad market and so we put our house up a year before we wanted to leave you know i was gonna apply to schools and and whatnot and our home sold in 30 days 30 and so man that was we were like oh i guess we're you know i guess we're leaving quick and and that scared my boss and it scared everyone i worked with too they were like oh yes i guess kevin's gone um and so my mom she lived pretty close, about thirty minutes away, and so we weren't gonna buy another house or or waste our money on rent, so we decided to live with her, you know, me and my two girls and my wife went and lived with her in a two bedroom a little house. Um and and we were preparing. We were preparing to go to start a new adventure, figure out what we wanted to do in life. Um obviously like i said i thought i was going to go to med school and and do that that kind of thing and it wasn't you know six months later it was just after christmas break um i walk into work and my boss is sitting in his office and and the hr lady who's awesome by the way she was sitting in there too and, and he's like hey kevin come on in here and i was like oh like this is weird. I mean, I talk to them all the time, but this this instance seemed a little more serious. Um, and they told me to pack my stuff up and, and get out of the hospital. And, man, whew. For a place that felt like home for four years at the time, I had never felt like such a stranger. And i packed my you know i go to my office and i i get all my stuff and they escorted me out like i was some you know vagrant like just some wanderer some thief who was hanging out and, and trying to cause trouble so i got escorted out my wife had dropped me off at work that day and like i said my mom lived 30 minutes away and so this this new security guy there he drives me home nicest guy um but he drives me home, and it's just like the most awkward car ride of my life um, with this random dude I didn't know, really, because he had worked there for like a month or two. Um, and so I'm driving home, and I'm just like, oh, man, that just happened. And I get home, and at, at our house, it was just my little daughter because she wasn't in school yet. she's about three or four, and my wife. And... And they open the door when the car pulls up because it's out. It was out in the country at the time, and you know nobody shows up. So when somebody shows up, it's, it's noticed, and they come out, and you know I just look at them, and and they're wondering why I'm there. Obviously, they're excited, and they and they give me this big warm welcome, and you know I, I walk inside and wave bye to the guy that dropped me off, and you know thanks. And I get inside, and you know, Olivia's my wife. She's just like, what's up? Like what? Why are you home? Why, why did that guy drive you home? And I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but I just got laid off. And they just, yeah, they just told me to pack my things and and go, um, five months early, and they gave me, it was two months' salary, I think, a month and a half, um, and so definitely, definitely not what I was expecting. And a huge wake up call, um but that right there set me on a a whole new course. Obviously, we weren't planning on leaving for another five months, and this accelerated us us getting out of there a little quicker um but i spent it was about i say a month and a half after a month and a half of being I was home all day I wasn't looking for a job because I was planning on going back to school and and so I'd spend all day with my wife and my daughter. And our other daughter was in kindergarten, so when she got home, you know, awesome. But I spent that time with them, and I really just grew to love it. I was like, this is awesome. Not not the not working part, but the, the being with them, the enjoyment of their company. You know, I married my wife so I could hang out with her, so I could be with her. I love her more than any human being on earth, and yeah why else did I marry her so I could say bye for like 80 hours a week and see you on the weekend no and so I picked this up and I was like holy cow this is what I want and and I saw you know that med school future and I was like oh that's I've already done school and I did it fast you know fast and furious it's kind of like we had to do like we like to do things and I was like, "Oh, med school. Man, that's going to be a long time, you know? My kids are going to be teenagers when I'm done with residency. That's not cool." And so I I threw that out the window. I was just like, "I ain't I ain't doing that. I'm done. Let's let's figure something else out. Let's let's do our own thing. Let's build our own business." Um and that's that's really what the plan was. It was it was let's do our own thing and, and figure this out. And at the time, like I said, our oldest daughter was in kindergarten. And our next one, they're only a year and a half apart, 17 months. Um, you know, she was head to school that fall. And so my wife was getting to the point where she's like, we're not having any more kids. And she's like, well, I want to do stuff. I want to, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I, I put in the time with the babies. And, and she was glad that she could be there for them. And I was glad she could as well and not, you know, not do that thing. But she was she was ready to spread her wings and start doing and and going to work or or whatever that looked like for her, and and she's the most like one of the most talented singers that I've ever heard, and you know, she really wanted to explore that, and I was like, well, you no, know, I'm from originally from Sacramento, and so I was like, well, we can go to California, it's the land of, you know, the the cliche, let's go. You know, chase acting and singing and whatever. So her friend sold pest control and I've never been a salesman in my life. Obviously, I mean all of us sell stuff. You know, when we're kids we sell our parents and whatnot. But I didn't know that at this time. I thought I was a terrible salesman. But he was he was a pest control guy and he's like, Hey, we're going to Los Angeles. Do you want to come with us? And you know, I was just I just jumped on it. I was like, Well, that's a skill that I wanna learn because I want to have a business and build a business and it'll get us to Los Angeles where Olivia can, can kind of spread her wings there. And so we made the leap now living in Los Angeles. That was, that was a whole nother world. It was, that was intense. And you know, rent was crazy. And like I said, I had never sold anything before. And so I'm out there twelve hours a day, knocking on doors trying to trying to sell, and little did I know I was actually you know one of the one of the best rookies, but our team that year was did horrible, and so being at the top of horrible wasn't any good um, you know we didn't end the summer with anything we We made enough to pay our rent and you know and scrape by and and all that sort of stuff, so the summer was. It went like that. And during the summer, though, Olivia got to, we, f- we flew her funny enough. When we got there, we decided, we met a producer. And he's like, honestly, the best way if you're actually wanting to sing is to go through one of the TV shows. Again, how freaking cliche. And so we ended up flying her to the four different the audition sites for The Voice that year, which none of them were in L.A. And, and she auditioned and she got she got two producers uh, to talk to her at her auditions and they told her it takes an average of ten auditions uh, before we pick. like before you get picked Um, one of them gave her some pointers and was like, hey, add some more texture add some more color but keep coming back and and through that experience you know, she figured out, she's like I don't really I don't really want to be in the music industry um she's clearly super talented but she decided that's not where she wanted to go um and as our as our summer was winding down or you know middle late summer again things weren't going so great our regional our regional rep uh the guy in charge of all of us he came out and and i had met him before i went out that summer and he came out and he was talking to us and and i was looking at him cuz this guy was banking about i don't know between half a million and a million dollars a year um just being the regional rep for all these pest control guys i was like what's going on there like dang he's like he's crushing it and he started out like any pest control salesman just you know going out and and he killed it his first summer and and recruited a ton of guys and, and i was like man this is but if if anyone of you has ever knocked a door or sold door to door like it is a brutal um, labor-intensive process it is it's brutal it's it's hot and it's it's a lot of rejection and it's you can only sell so much you know you're just one person and so i was i was looking at this and, and really this guy our regional rep he got to where he was because he recruited awesome people and I was like huh you know I I know a business that kind of functions like that and and that's when that's when MLM just ding that went off in my head I was like huh I should look into that more and over the years I had tried products and and stuff but I just I never wanted to talk to my friends and family you know I didn't I didn't like that model. Whatever, we'll talk about that another day. But right now, in this moment, I was like, "Huh, Hmm, let's let's give this a try," because I had been looking at other stuff. And, you know, obviously, you're in business. There's there's money that needs to be put in, and and we didn't have any at the time, and or still right now. Um, But MLM is something you can do with very low money down which is why I think a lot of people neglect it and take it for granted Uh, so I I knew a guy who had been very successful in MLM and I reached out to him because I knew he had recently just just left a company that he was with for decades Um, and I wanted to hear his story and and hear what was going on and we we decided to join him Um, and he's he's an awesome mentor uh, just fantastic guy, and we're really excited to you know to start this and to to see the vision and to and to have you know to have and to build these dreams and and this life that we really want. Um. Now, obviously, if you've you're an entrepreneur, you're an MLMer, you've been in business it's not the easiest thing to do, and so we we pushed every day, my wife and I, and we we jumped you know all in on this um, and at the end of the summer, like I said, we didn't have any money left. we were broke, and we were committed to to doing this full time to building our m l m and man, it was hard. I felt like I was just hitting my head against a brick wall every day. Um, we lived with some people, and then my brother and his girlfriend and her ten year old son they lived down there and and so we lived with them. We moved into the into their apartment, and they're so gracious, and I love all of them. We lived with them for five months in a two bedroom apartment in the middle of los angeles and man, that was just some some challenging stuff, like I said earlier. My mentor said that environment. Um, that's, that's, that's your pressure cooker. That's, that's going to mold you. That's what we've been gifted. And I really look at all these things as a gift to me. Um, and after, after those five months with my brother, the, the craziest thing, uh, we, we scraped up enough money, you know, just from every source we could and, and selling products and, and we moved across the country, all four of us. In our, in our little Honda Accord, um, put everything we owned into that thing, and we moved across the country to Kentucky uh, to live with with my dad and my stepmom. And, and I hadn't had a relationship with my father for, for 20 years. Um, so this is just, whoo! And in our first year of MLM, we sponsored 30 people. 30! And... Not a single thing from any of them, and like I said, we were hitting our head against the wall every day. Um, now we're still broke. Um, we're still broke right now. Um, we took a job after, man, six six months here um, in Kentucky as as janitors. Um, working, it's a part time job. Is we're doing two hours a day. So a total of 4 hours we both get to do it and go in and and take care of some things and that's that's what I did while I was in college and so it's something something easy, mindless. I get to listen to some coaching while I do it. Um and we're still working. We're still working there while we build our business and the and our sales funnels. And we're just like <laughs> it's it's been the craziest journey and I can't wait to share to share more of it with you guys, I know I promise these will be shorter. I plan on most episodes going just just fifteen or twenty minutes um, but i I really am truly grateful for everything that we have gone through the past couple of years it has It has whipped me like I've never been whipped before and and just Oh man, man have I grown, man have I become a man, and, and one that, that I'm proud of. Um, my relationship with my wife has never been stronger. I mentioned that I, since I was a kid, struggled with pornography, and I haven't, it hasn't even been a part of my life for over eight months now, and it's it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal, and, and my kids are closer to me ever before. I mentioned earlier that... You know, I wanted to give them everything and provide all this money for them. And over the past couple of years, we've been broke as a joke. And we haven't loved one another or been this close to one another. My girls ask for me and, you know, they want to cuddle daddy and they want daddy to face their boo-boos. And, and it's just, holy cow. Like, if you are ever scared of where you are at just be grateful for it 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 is everything, and it will mold you if you just keep pushing through it and keep yeah i mentioned we could mention the um, refining gold and 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 silver and and precious metals um letting letting that crap stick in around with the heat long enough to let all that crap bubble up to scrape it off um I know and I promise that it will happen if you stick around in the heat and the fire long enough. You will be purified. Um, you will be transformed into the man that you want to become. Um, I'm excited every day, guys, to to get up and to go at this 110%. Like I said, this terrifies me to be on this podcast and and to start this and to think that I have anything for anyone um but again those are just lies and so i am going to be honest with myself and and i'm going to give a challenge to each and every one of you be honest with yourself above all and and life is going to be phenomenal and you know the the one percenters are honest with themselves truly honest with themselves because we are all amazing now whether we become amazing is our choice is your choice uh and i'm i'm privileged and just grateful to be able to be on my way to becoming the man that i want to become um thank you guys so much again i promise these will be around 20 minutes i just thought i'd give you a little background on me and and tell you a story about about where I come from, and and we're gonna learn a lot on this podcast. I'm gonna be talking about marketing strategies from the best of the best, and and personal development stuff, again from the best of the best. And and I'm just I'm just glad to be here with you. And this is this is Kevin Nelson signing off with the MLM Force Radio. And please leave me some feedback. I would love it. Uh, just, just let me know. Um, have a good night.